0: Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hi, Ronnie. Hey, Brittany. So uh, I'm going to say his name wrong. Roald Dahl, do you know who this is? I know who this is, but I don't know if that's. That is the correct pronunciation, but I'm going to oh. go with it. It sounds right. Which is funny because until today, I thought it was Ronald. I've been calling him Ronald Dahl for my <laughs> entire life. But So he's a very popular children's author. Even if you don't know his name, I guarantee you've heard of something he's written. So he died a long time ago in, in 1990, but he wrote books like Matilda, which is a great, mm-hmm. I liked the movie that came out in the 90s. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Excellent. James yes. Isn't it a good one? James and the Giant Peach, which that one always weirded me out as a kid. But uh, but it's still a good book. So and then he wrote uh, what is it, BFG? I think it was. B- oh B- yeah, e- mm-hmm. Giant. Giant. And my yeah, my third graders read that. So that was the first book I ever uh, re- uh, excuse me, read with my third grade students. So that one's important to me. But this is a just cherished, beloved children's author. And and if you haven't read some of his books, I think they're great for for kids that are around our listeners' age. And maybe maybe that means parents reading to the younger ones. But really, just fun feel-good books. Um, but there's a big debate in the news right now. I don't know, Ronnie, if you've been following this or not. I did hear a little bit about this, yes. So it's it's crazy. So someone noticed that the publishers of the book, so that's like the author writes the book and then sends it to a publisher, and they're the ones that that help put it in book form and distribute it and, and all that. So the publisher of the book changed some of the book and just like kind of did it quietly. Um, But so if there were any like references to somebody's weight or mental health or their gender or their race, things were just changed because the the publishers thought they were offensive, right? (laughs) This, this goes back to this, this wokeness culture of we don't want to offend anybody. Nobody can be offended, but people are getting really upset at this. And I, I think that there's a good reason for people to be upset about this because, you know, the authors write these books and they write them a specific way for a reason. It's their art and I don't think we should be changing it. But more so than that, I just, I think it's a very slippery slope as they say when it comes to this idea of censorship and that's, you know, telling people what they can and can't say. And it's especially bad when the author can't defend himself because he's dead. Mm -hmm. So just some things they change if you've watched uh it's funny the movie is called willy wonka and the charlotte factory or chocolate factory but the book
1: oh yeah but then there was a charlie but then there was a newer movie that came out um more recently and then i think that one's called charlie and chocolate Factory.
0: you know what's funny chocolate you factory, say more right? recently that movie was 20 years ago almost isn't that weird Oh, was it? Yeah, the newer one. I think it was two thousand five or six. So not quite, like maybe fifteen. Oh, okay, <laughs> still isn't wow. that crazy? Because I keep saying that too, and it's like, oh, our listeners weren't even born yet. So there's a character in um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory called Augustus Gloop. If you guys remember him, he's the kid that like mm-hmm. almost drowns in the chocolate. Um, and so that book, the book was published in nineteen sixty four, and in the book they call him enormously fat. If you've seen the, you know, the movie, it's very exaggerated. Um, well, they changed out. They took out fat and just put enormous because they didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings, which is funny to me because enormous. So still enormous is size. better. Yeah, right. I kind of feel like that's worse because enormous yeah. still, still is telling people like, okay, like if I say enormous, I think you know that what they're saying is he's fat, right? So it's it's so... enormous
1: to me feels worse. I have to admit, but
0: I agree. Is it's just so silly. And then there's another book called Witches. I also I loved the movie growing up. There was like, do you remember the? Movie oh, I from never the saw anime? it. No. Um, I can't, it's like, this is going to sound weird. It's like witches who turn kids into mice, but then the kids, I don't know. It's a very, I don't know, (laughs) but it was about, um, in the book, it's like this supernatural, Meaning, like this this woman who's, I think yeah, she's a witch or something, she's like pretending to be an ordinary woman, and I think in the book she's like a cashier at a supermarket or something. Oh, sorry, like it's not just one woman. I think it's like a bunch of them, and they're like, so they're secretly witches, but they are masquerading as real people. Okay. So in the books, they were like cashiers or typing letter for businessmen. All of a sudden, the books came out, and it was like, they're a top scientist and running businesses, which... Like, oh, it's like trying to make it sound like the, the, the female woman had empowerment. the job. I see. Yes. And like, is it is it that big a deal? No. Like, is that one that one to me is a little less ridiculous than the weight one. But still, it's like it's such it's so not a big deal that you have to wonder, like, why are we changing the the writer's words like he wrote these words? It's not not nice to change them when he's not around to defend himself. So these little things are just so silly to me because they're not that big of a deal. I think Ronnie makes a great point that enormous is a lot meaner than just saying the kid was kind of fat, right? Like, it's so so funny. So Ronnie, I wanted to get your opinion on this. You know, what do you think about this? Should we be censoring older books because they may be what they say? And I'm saying this in quotes, culturally insensitive. So meaning like it's, you need to respect what might offend other people.
1: No, I definitely don't. And I think that it, 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 you know, is against what the artist originally wrote. And I don't think that we should. I mean, I've always been a big fan of history. So I don't think that we should look back in time through the lens of now. So just because things were done differently in the past or words were used differently in the past, I don't think that we should feel the need that we have to change the words of the past in order to fit now. But Can I chime in with a slightly, only slightly side tangent that is a little bit contrarian to what we're saying here? Or before I get to my contrarian point, by the way, listeners, contrarian just means that I'm going to make a point that is an opposite of the point that we're making. I'm going to argue it a little bit. And the root word
0: is con. Con meaning. again. uh, Yes. you
1: (laughs) Um, You brought up a point earlier, which I think is important, that it goes against how the author wrote it um and that it's being done secretly it's not a choice that readers are making when they go and buy the book they're not saying hey i want this rewritten version i think it's possible if it was to be labeled as this is the rewritten version or this is the you know culturally sensitive version and give people the choice to read the original or the new one. It's just like when you were a kid. Did you ever read the abridged illustrated classics of um, great novels like no, Great but Expectations? I've... But you saw them, right? There were the white hardcover yes. books.
0: And I've read. I've read abridged versions of longer books. Like my favorite book is Count of Monte Cristo, and the real one okay. is like three thousand pages, and I read a five hundred page one. So, yeah.
1: so they had a series of books, and they were much smaller than that, and they were hardback, and they were illustrated, and they were really big when I was a kid. So books like that which keeps a lot of the same storyline as the original one, but obviously it's been, you know, way edited and way abridged to make it much shorter. You know, that's a different story. Also, this one's going to be a little bit controversial is, so I know that movies and TV shows, right? There's a lot of shows that are not um, appropriate for kids. And there are streaming services out there that will... Let you cut out certain scenes or words or different things from movies, and so you can watch just you know the kind of abridged version. You can be able to you know filter that and censor that. And so in a and I would say we actually have a lot of listeners who use these apps to be able to uh, make content appropriate for their kids. And so I want to kind of talk about the difference in that because we're talking about changing literature. And that that's not a good idea to make it more culturally sensitive. But at the same time, we have a lot of listeners who will change TV shows and film to make it more appropriate for their kids age levels. And I think the main thing here is with permission, with, uh, you knowing what you're getting into. So if we were going to make these books and uh, change them and have the culturally sensitive version, but also have the original version and then allow people to choose which version they want to purchase, I'm a little bit more okay with that just as I'm okay with if you want to watch a PG-13 movie with your kids, but you don't really feel like it's appropriate with your kids and you want to put it through a streaming service that will cut out the bad scenes, I'm okay with that happening too because you know that it is, altered from the original does that make sense
0: yes and and i think you're talking about things like vid angel which i know my family uses that's exactly what time. i was talking
1: about is was vid angel yeah
0: um and i know yeah that that's a great streaming site that will will edit some things out and i think that's a great point because that's choice right you you make mm-hmm. the choice to edit that out whereas the books now if they're just printed with that and you didn't get one before you're not going to have a choice so i think that's yes. a great point that's the difference yeah And another thing I want to bring up that I think is is so funny is the same people who are talking about how it's good that we're censoring these books are the same people who get mad when you censor books. Like there's this big push. I can't remember what books they were like, they quote unquote banning and they weren't really banning them. But these books they weren't allowing in schools or something and and these woke people got so mad. But then when they want to censor something, it's completely fine. Well, that's actually one of the reasons
1: why I brought up VidAngel is because, you know, I came from... Hollywood and that world, and I know there was a lot of people within my peers when I lived there who were very upset about VidAngel. Yes, because and you thought well, there were
0: there was something like that too. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, they were very upset with it. So in my mind, I'm thinking I very much remember that world when those people were very upset at something like Vid Angel, calling that censorship. So um, yeah, I really think it just comes down to being aware of it and being able to choose.
0: Yeah, I think that's I think that's such a great point. And another one I want to make because this problem happened with uh, what's the I love the book uh, To Kill a Mockingbird, is a lot of people are taking these things out, not not it kind of insults history. Even if there's if even if there's words we don't use or or things like saying fat or something like that, or even talking about the women working at a you know a cashier in a supermarket. When these books were written, these were. These were jobs women had. And that doesn't make it like, yeah, I'm so glad now that women are top scientists and this or that. But that's how the world was then. And I think it erases history because I think it's important to know where we came from and even the language people use, even if it's to learn things like, oh, I'm so glad we don't use those words anymore. But I think we're taking away history. And I think that's a big problem in our culture right now is we don't want anyone to get offended and we're only looking through things through the lens of our eyes today and we know certain things are wrong now. But it's just silly to me because you can't pretend something didn't happen. Things happen. And so I think it's so important that we don't forget that, right? And I think the other thing is that just censorship is dangerous. But I want to highlight what Ronnie said. Censorship is dangerous when you don't have a choice about it, Mm -hmm. right? Censorship is bad when some big authority figure says, we're not going to let you make the choice of whether or not you want to see this this is the way it's going to be. And so I think this is a really interesting thing to think about because this has been coming up a lot in in society today. And I know there were like things I used to stream on the internet, like shows that aren't like they've taken certain episodes off because people got offended and it's just so, so weird to me. And it's, it's, it scares me. But again, I love Ronnie that you brought up the point that if it's a choice, it's, it's not bad at all. So we will wrap it up there as always. Thank you for listening guys. And don't forget to like and share and subscribe to the podcast and Ronnie until next time we will talk to you soon. All right. See you soon.